What's love got to do with it? Stories of domestic abuse and violence. Chapter 1 My daughter, he loves you in the only way he knows how. I stared at the swollen protrusion in the center of my forehead and tried to reconcile the image in the mirror with the concept of love as described by my aunt. I found my eyes staring back at me and they told the truth about my predicament. If this was love, then why were my eyes filled with shame and pain? There were no tears anymore. The tears had dried up in frustration knowing that they did not evoke the sympathy and empathy they hoped to draw from my husband. So the tears refused to leave my eyes and flow down my cheeks in a pathetic attempt to find that elusive love. But I could still feel them stinging behind my eyelids, daring me to either squeeze them out in shameful defeat or hold them back in a small triumphant act of strength over my hopeless state. I looked at the rest of my hurting body. Arms bruised where he grabbed me when I tried in vain to make my escape from his blows. Fingernails broken as I tried to claw at his face and run. I always tried to fight and each time I lost. I knew it would end quicker if I looked at my feet when he slapped me across the face, but I could not hold back the anger. My words angered him more, and he hit harder. Do you think that by beating me up, your manhood will be harder? That is when he held my shoulders with extended arms and knocked my head with his own. I felt the pain and touched my face and the swelling seemed to have popped up instantly. The funny thing, if you could call it that, was that his forehead, which had knocked mine so hard, was intact. How did he manage that? When I doubled over in pain, he seemed to be satisfied with his handiwork and he left the room. It was night time, after dinner but I had the car engine start and knew he was going out to drink some more. I could wear the long sleeves to the office tomorrow, but how was I to cover that ugly protrusion glistening arrogantly above my brow? Perhaps the swelling would reduce overnight and disappear by morning. Bring me ice, I called out to the house girl. She brought the ice in a cereal bowl and did her best to avoid staring at the swelling. She seemed to be embarrassed and looked away to hide the pity and shame. I could not tell accurately whether it was empathy, pity or fear that I saw when our eyes accidentally met and we both hastened to look away, afraid to acknowledge my pitiful situation. 
She left the room quietly, leaving me to my tortuous thoughts. How had I become this woman? The baby cried, shaking me out of my reverie. I stood up to walk the few steps to the crib and every muscle I moved hard. I collapsed back on my bed and called the girl again. The baby's hungry. Make a bottle and feed her. And bring my bottle of waraji with bitter lemon and a glass.